Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Greetings, humans. You have entered the command zone, your destination for all aspects of Elder Dragon Highlander. Enjoy your stay. Be a man, we must be swift at the coursing rib. Be a man with all the force of a great typhoon. Be a man with all the strength of a raging fire. Mysterious as the dark side of the moon. Woo! <laughs> not bad. Well, you know, <laughs> I'll take I it. I guess it's not often. Uh, what's up, everyone? You are watching slash listening to the Command Zone podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Jimmy Wong. How is it? It's Josh Lee Kwai. We have a very special episode. Once in a lifetime, actually. <laughs> Definitely different than any episode we've had before, and we've had about 350 of them. Yeah. Uh, because, Jimmy, something very exciting is happening this Friday, September 4th. That's right. Mulan, the long-awaited live-action remake of the movie, is finally finding its way to a TV screen near you or a digital device because it's coming out on Disney Plus finally. This movie was originally supposed to come out March 27th. In theaters. In theaters. Josh and I both went to the world premiere in theaters. Uh, and then a lot of stuff happened in between, as you all well know. It's crazy to think that we will be some of the few people in this in this country, at least, to yeah. have seen the movie on the big screen. Right? I'm a little sad. Oh, a I one. wish it is a beautiful movie. It's a cinematic movie. I wish people could see it in the theaters because I think that's a great place to see it. But people have really big TVs in their houses now. Yeah. So I think it's going to be fine watching it at home. And good sound systems and all that, too. Yeah, we definitely highly recommend it. But anyway, back to it. Jimmy, if yes. you haven't heard, is a pretty major role in the movie. Well, what character do you play, Jimmy? I play Ling, which is one of the characters from the original movie, the animated movie, that made it into the remake. Uh, so he's one of Mulan's close friends in the army, and he is He's the, in her crew. Yeah, her crew. We're in the squad together, yep. our play group, however you want to describe it. Um, but to celebrate, we have a big action-packed episode, just like the movie, uh, and it involves, one, a world premiere of this cool behind-the-scenes look that we got from Disney to show off what happened about our training and stuff. It's a, a, a cool little featurette. Yeah, Disney literally gave us a thing that no one's seen yet 
that we get to premiere to yeah. y'all. That's listen. I worked for Disney for years. That's not something that happens very often. So I, hey, I was surprised. For a too. little YouTube channel. <laughs> so I was like, "What? There? What? Okay, sweet." Yeah. Uh, so we yeah we have a premiere little featurette that we're gonna show. That's very exciting. We're gonna do that a little bit later on. We're gonna do a Vorthos deck tech. Basically, how do you make Mulan the movie into a deck? Which is also exciting. There's a lot of really fun uh, references in there. But more importantly, I'm for all of you out there. We're doing a massive giveaway. So we have a lot of stuff in front of us as well as at home i have stuff that i've been wanting to give away for a very very long time but we're opening up the command zone vaults here we're, mm. we're throwing it all out so we've got let's see we've got a double masters vip booster pack there we this have could a, have a lot <laughs> yeah that could have a force of will in it we have an ultimate masters box topper uh we just had one of these still laying around the office don't yeah. know what's in it so that that could be some cool stuff we've got um some collector's boosters from what's that is this throne of eldrain i'll have one i'll throw into that as well we also have everything that we've ever sold on kickstarter because we have very limited sort of copies of those left so we have knight coins and hero coins uh the coins that we made, we have a few left over, so we're going to be giving some of those away. We also have our tokens from our Only One May Stand token series one that yep. also in, in foil and non-foil. Uh, we have some Ultra Pro stuff, so we've got some of the new Pro Gloss Ultra Pro Eclipse sleeves. We have one of the Very Mythic exciting. Collection uh, deck boxes over here. Tons of stuff as well. Yeah, this one's really exciting. So Our playmat. Right now, it's on Kickstarter. If you want to buy it right now, you can. It's a limited time only and when the Kickstarter is over, this playmat will never be sold again. But we do have them in the office, so we can actually send these out as a prize. Yeah, so we have a couple that were printed as samples of the Epic Play playmat. Yeah. And we only have a couple of them. And so we're going to give one of them away. We're going to sign one and give one of them away for this giveaway. Um, th which means that because by the time the Kickstarter is over, by the way, yeah, links in the show notes. If you want to get your hands on this beautiful piece of art by Jesper Ising, who's a world-renowned fantasy and magic artist, yeah. uh, we highly recommend that you get a hold of it because it's only going to be purchasable during the length of the Kickstarter. So it's limited time only. If you watch our show, you know this. Um, <laughs> but we're going to give away one of these, and that means that you're going to be the only person really in the world because we're not using these playmats ourselves. The only person, how about outside the walls of the command zone that has one of these probably for a number of months because you figure Kickstarter ends at that point we order the, them to be produced and then we ship them out. So it's going to be a number of months before people get theirs off Kickstarter. So you will be the only one with an Epic Play playmats wow. um, for a, for quite a while. So that's a really cool prize, I think. And if you want, we'll sign it as well, of course. Yeah. Um, I, I'm going to assume, we're going to assume that you want it. We're going to sign it. I yeah. Think. yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. So... That is all the stuff we're giving away. You're going to have to tune in a little bit deeper into the episode, not too long, to figure out uh, or find out how you're going to enter. Mm -hmm. Before we get into that, though, we have to call out our sponsors here. Cardkingdom.com slash Command Zone. They are the place to go for when you're ordering your Magic product, your singles. If you want to order the cards that are going to go in this Mulan deck that Jimmy brewed up, <laughs> which is pretty cool, uh, then Cardkingdom.com slash Command Zone is the place you're going to want to get all those cards because they're going to be in great condition. You know, Card Kingdom's grading is always great. So mm -hmm. often I order something and I'm like, I thought I got it light play. This thing looks near mint. It's definitely NM, yeah. Yeah, they're definitely generous with their grading. Also, they're super fast. So if you want to get the cards, you know, to your doorstep as soon as possible, Card Kingdom's going to get it there faster than anybody else. Yeah, and of course, like a lot of the product that you see on these tables, we get it from Card Kingdom and then we can ship it out to you. So we trust them again for all of our product needs. And we also trust Ultra Pro, who is the manufacturer of this amazing playmat of these brand new gloss Eclipse sleeves that look so good. We finally got a chance to play with them on camera as well. And boy, I'm going to definitely resleeve a lot of my decks into it as well. So whenever you purchase from Card Kingdom or Ultra Pro, you are supporting our show. You're making 
seeing this happen more and more because I can't be in a Disney movie every single year. That just won't happen. <laughs> but this podcast will continue to exist. Uh, so, yes, thank you all again for supporting our sponsors. And there's one final way to support all of our content. It's if you go to patreon.com slash command zone. You can contribute to us directly, get access to things like our Discord server. You can talk with Jimmy and I each and every day. In fact, if you watch Mulan, then you're probably going to have questions about yeah. You know, how what happened behind the scenes or questions for Jimmy. Well, Discord's gonna be a great place to do that. Also, we shout out one lucky patron every single episode. And this episode is dedicated to Andreas Mani. Andreas, you rock. That's a cool name. All right, let's get into the giveaway particulars here really quick before we move on to the rest of the episode. Um, do you want to talk about Yes. Where exactly people will be able to watch the movie? Because we're going to tie that into how you enter the giveaway. So this is a brand new thing uh, in just our lifeline, right? This is probably going to be a new trend moving forward, digital releases of movies online. And so how it works is that you need to have a Disney Plus membership and you will be able to have a digital download of the movie. And remember, this movie did not release in theaters, right? So it's on September 4th. It's going to be in full UHD, which is almost 4K and HD. Um, and it's going to have Dolby audio it's going to be pretty much as close to a cinema experience as you can get it's going to be permanently owned on your account as well and so in order to be able to watch it and enter the giveaway you're going to need to be able to get the movie and it's currently at 29.99 in the u.s and i think it varies internationally around the world as well yeah so you purchase it you own it from then on out yeah as long as you have a disney plus account you will always have this movie in your collection if that makes sense yeah if you're watching it with a couple of people that's that could be a really great price obviously if you've got a family of four or so but even two people i think that's going to be te- cheaper than going to the movies yeah and would otherwise be so my it's reasonable. and i use the same disney plus account yeah. i'm pretty sure they don't have outward languages like don't do that so it's totally fine so like they're up in seattle we're down here i'm buying a 30 dollar movie for four people that's way cheaper than going to the theater so i know a lot of people were balking at the price but don't don't get too too scared away by it. it yeah it seems reasonable to me okay let's talk about the giveaway here we're going to tie that into people that are watching the movie how are we going to yep. do that jimmy so it's really simple it's going to be run similarly to how we do game nights giveaways but it's only going to be on twitter and instagram on either of those platforms make sure you tag us at commandcast. you can do it anywhere in the tweet and use the hashtag this is very important use the hashtag mulan mtg and then Post a picture of your viewing party, how you're enjoying the experience, a picture of the screen as you're watching it, whatever you want. Just let us know that you're picking, taking part in watching this movie and that will enter you into this giveaway. Yeah, it's and, a picture of you watching Mulan yeah. on Disney Plus in the first couple of weeks that it, com- that it comes out. What's yeah. the, yeah, the deadline is going to be uh, Monday, September 14th. So you have to have posted the picture with the hashtag and tagged us. Yep by september 14th because that's when we're going to choose all the winners and there's going to be a lot of winners so don't think like oh there's no way i'm going to win we have a lot of stuff to give away that's not just on this table uh so again it's really simple tag us in a picture at commandcast on twitter or instagram make sure you use the hashtag mulan mtg and a picture of you watching the movie with your friends maybe it's just by yourself maybe by your lunch but it could you be with, with a, a big thing of too. popcorn because that's yeah. what i'm going to be doing oh nice i know a lot of people are doing zoom watch alongs too mm. where everyone's going to press play at the same time so like a picture of that would be really cool to see too and, you know, a, maybe a picture of Jimmy in the movie, too. Oh, you yeah. Know, if you see me, I'm It's in very there. easy to find Jimmy. He's all over the movie, so it won't be hard to do. <laughs> yep. And if you want to find out more about the rental and how... Not the rental, the the the, the download and how it works, just go to DisneyPlus.com slash Mulan. It has a bunch of information there as well. Yeah. If you're on Disney Plus, you're, it's... It's going to be a front They're going to make it yeah. very easy for you to find it, yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about the story of Mulan here a little bit before we get into the deck tech, Jimmy, just because I think understanding that story 
kind of will contextualize yes. the deck choices later on. And also the live action remake has a little bit of uh, some different aspects to it as well. So we'll go through those here. And the nice thing is Josh has seen the movie so he can actually talk about it, which is awesome. Seen it twice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Mulan tells the story of one of China's greatest warriors. It's based on a uh, story called The Ballad of Mulan. So it is a well, sort of like a historical figure that's been mytholog- mytholo- mythologized? Turned into myth. Mythologized. Mythologized. So in the newest film, the Chinese country is threatened by northern invaders, right? It's a little more historically accurate than the Huns, which were in the original animated movie. And they're led by the dangerous Bori Khan, who's played by Jason Scott Lee, a childhood hero of mine, Dragon. He was Bruce, Bruce, the Bruce Lee yeah, story. Yeah, that's how I know. He, was, he played Bruce Lee in Dragon the Bruce Lee story and was awesome. Yeah. Uh, and he's accompanied and aided by a, myster- a mystical and dangerous witch who's played by, an- again, another fantastic actor, Gong Li. And the Emperor... One of the biggest names in Chinese cinema, I would say right? she's like the Angelina Jolie of yeah. Chinese cinema. Yeah. Uh, and the Emperor, who's played by Jet Li, another incredibly famous name, issues an imperial decree that every family must provide one man to fight against the invaders. Now, if you've seen the trailers, all of this stuff is all in there. Yep. Uh, and this is the classic Mulan story. Hua Mulan, who's played by Liu Yifei, steps in to take the place of her ailing father, who's played by Tai Ma. Again, these are all incredibly recognizable faces. The moment you see Tai Ma's face, have you ever seen Rush He's Hour? He's everything, yeah. He's just the dad. <laughs> Um, and so Mulan is a fearless young woman who risks everything out of love of her family and country, and she masquerades as a man in the army, which is punishable by, you know, very, very death or even worse. Exile. Exile, yeah. So, and along the way, she she's going to... She gets gonna... path to exiles if she gets caught. <laughs> But that's actually funny. That's great. <laughs> Along the way, she allies with really close friends, and all of them accompany her on this journey to become one of China's most honored and fierce warriors. And there's also a lot of mysticism in this, right? It's got that Disney feel of like there's a little bit of magic and a little bit here and there. Um, but overall, it's like a. It's big got the fun. supernatural qual- qualities. Yeah, yeah there you for go. Sure. Which is great because when you're putting it in the magic world, there's plenty of supernatural things that happen. All right, so. What I the big question I really have is what about that thing Disney gave us that featurette that we're going to world premiere? When do we get to do that? I think we should do it right around now. So this is a sneak peek exclusive premiere to the command zone. This is the first time any in the world's ever going to see it because of us. Pretty cool. It's a behind the scenes uh, bit of how we train for the movie and sort of the process moving up to it and sort of some of the trials and tribulations that we went through. So shall we take a look? Yeah, Jimmy featured very prominently in this thing. They <laughs> yeah, clearly put see. it together for us. <laughs> Pretty exciting. Okay, yeah, let's play the clip. So we were actually brought out eight weeks early to New Zealand to begin physical and stunt training and be a squad together and really get all of our teamwork and dynamic together and everything. Been training so hard now, all together, horse riding, stunt fighting, going through this army training for a couple of months now. Classic. I feel like we've all gotten really close to each other. I, don't want break! I hit the target. <laughs> you hit that up by a case of champagne. Oh! Watch and learn. Most of my training is eating. I, I gained 40 pounds for this role, so most of my training is basically spoon, food, and mouth. <laughs> We're almost like a family. It's a really fun process. <laughs> it's been a really fun experience as an actor. It's just been an absolute honor. Disney's Mulan, rated PG-13, streaming Friday. That's Pretty exciting. sweet. Pretty sweet. Wow. A lot of stuff in there that nobody's ever seen before. You know, you had sent me some little snippets of you training, you know, with the sword and yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah. Can, do you want to talk a little bit about that part of it? Because that's really interesting to me. Like, 
how long did you spend, you know, you know, sword fighting people Dude, before the so cameras roll long. In fact, it's funny because like, it, it, well, I think one of the like things about movies is that you train for a long time. And then when you watch the movie, you're like, I don't think I saw anything I did, but I felt like I was a part of it. At least I looked convincing if I was there. Dude, that one movie worked on like hours and hours. Yeah. Of, like that didn't even get in, make it into the final cut. <laughs> so we, we, we got there two months earlier and we did all sorts of training. And the main thing is that the director really wanted us to go through the rigmarole of what it was like to actually go through boot camp, like mm-hmm. work together as a group with a really strict and awesome trainer and coach and do all of the aspects from sword fighting, choreography, to physical training, to horse riding and all of that stuff. Um, I've never felt so old in my life. My knees were like combusting every single day. I was like, ah, I can't do this anymore. I'm not a young buck. <laughs> <laughs> you got in super good shape for it though. Yes. I mean, that's what happens when you strengthen condition for six months straight, go on a strict diet and it's all, you know, for a project. Yep. So pretty good incentive, I would say, to do that. Uh, COVID-19 pandemic, not as great of an incentive to get in shape. <laughs> That's the opposite effect. Yeah, I've kind of gone, it's like a pendulum. It's been swinging the other direction, but I think it's coming back the other way now. So, okay, you talked about all the training. I guess that's actually a a good segue into a question I have. Like, there's a lot of people feeling that way about the pandemic. Like, what are they calling it? Like the COVID-19 pounds? Pounds, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You know, you got any tips for any of us out there who, you know, to help take it off? I think the the only thing that really mattered, because all kinds of training is different. You can go and just try and get as big of muscles as possible, or you can go and try and lose as much weight as possible and get your bifat index down. Uh, it's just about consistency and knowing what you're going for. So like when we trained for Mulan, it wasn't about trying to look as buff as possible because right. that's not how people look back then. It was about kettlebell swings and doing a lot of practical weightlifting and stuff and a lot of high intensity interval training. So that was what we did. We knew core stuff. Tons of core stuff. Oh my yeah. gosh. But that's what we knew what we were doing. So then we could aim the training regimen towards that. And we was just about being consistent and doing it, you know, minimum three times a week, maximum five times a week, lots of rest, lots not of- Not seven. Not seven. No, never do that. Too many. Yeah. (laughs) You got to give your body some time to rest. I know people get really excited. I'm going to exercise and then they do like 20 days in a row. Don't do that. You, if your body's not resting, it's not recovering. So, I mean, I think the big thing is like, take it slow when you first start out because you're going to have that first workout where you're sore for four days straight. And then just know what you want. Like, I want to get bigger muscles. I want to lose some weight. Then you know what to do. It's like diet. Don't eat as poorly. You know, drink more water. And then just watch what you eat and just exercise regularly. And I think that way, if you set up really easy structures and goals as to what you want to do, it's going to be easier to start approaching it in a way that's not like, where do I even start? Okay, I have another question before we move on to the deck tech here. In that clip, just in that little like one minute clip, we saw you shooting arrows. Yes. There's riding horses, for, fighting fighting. with swords, like a lot of specialized training stuff. What was the coolest, Man. coolest thing you learned how to do? Probably just fighting with the sword and also like learning because like, so we spent two months training and by the end we were like, look how smooth we look, look how awesome we look. And then the director came in and we're like, you are all fighting for the first time in your lives. You need to now learn how to fight and look like you're struggling. Like you suck at it. it. And all of us were like, wait a minute. Our actor brains are just exploding at this idea that we need to look bad on camera. Um, But that I think was actually a really, because like you can't look bad at something unless you're good at it. And then that way you can really play up the like, I'm really struggling here, but I'm in full control the whole time. So that was like a really interesting aspect to learn. And assuming you still remembered at the start what it was like and what you did wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can kind of tap into that. That's a good point, yeah. 
Very cool. Very cool. Okay. Well, okay. I hope everybody out there is excited to see the movie as a totally outside person who was not involved with making it or being in it in any way. I can say that it's very good. Oh, thanks. Yeah. The movie is definitely well worth watching. It, it holds your attention. The It's very compelling. I like it a lot. So and there's tons of action too. Like I think yeah. there's something there for everyone. Yeah, for so. sure. Okay. All right. Let's go into the deck tech portion of this episode. So Jimmy, you have brewed a commander deck around the Mulan story here, the yes. movie. The Mulan deck tech. Yeah, you um, want to talk about uh, that a little before we get into it? Yeah, we haven't done much Vorthos on the show. We had Allison Lurs come in one time. We've done a little bit here and there. James Pianca talked about like writing, you know. Long like, time ago. Long, long time ago, right? So we haven't really covered that much, but we know that there's a huge fan base and there's a huge interest in it as well. I think like the most important thing I was thinking about when, when Vorthos deck building is that it's always going to be purely shaped through the person making the deck. So like the version of this deck that I make may not be what you see when you think of the Mulan story or all that. And I think that's totally fine because that's what the essence of Vorthos is, is that it should be an expression that represents your vision of whatever you're making. So we're not trying to be 100% accurate here. Um, and everyone, I think, also recognizes and loves different parts of both the movies and stories. If you want to put Mushu in this one, great. Do whatever you want, right? Like, this is your deck tech at the end of the day. This is the version I'm making sort of based on my experiences and also what I love about the movies. Yeah, and you're going to have a different experience. Obviously, I haven't been part of it yeah. than somebody who's just watched and that's the great thing about art, music, anything is that each person sort of sees something that speaks to them that's different than everybody else in it. Yeah. All right, let's talk about the biggest choice, I think, when considering <laughs> a deck of this type, which is, you know, the possible commanders. Like, who is Mulan? Yeah, there for were the deck. I actually went on Twitter and I asked, and there were a lot of responses that came back in. And so we're just going to sort of list them off. So their first was Lady Jurong, Warrior Queen, which is a Portal Three Kingdoms card, and she's based off a fictional character in the Romance of the Three Kingdoms. She's just a four and a green for a four three with horsemanship, mm -hmm. which basically means unblockable unless another creature has horsemanship. It, you, we haven't seen this mechanic reprinted in quite a while. Um, it's only in Portal. Yeah. <laughs> the next is Yasova Dragonclaw, which was a con in the original Tarkir timeline and also a very powerful shaman. She's able to harness the elemental forces of the mountains. Um, she's two and a green for a four two with trample. At the beginning of combat on your turn, you can pay one and then hybrid. Is it? Is it? If you do gain control of target creature and opponent controls the power less than your silver dragon claws power, and you untap and it gains haste. So it's like an act of treason Every on the creature, yeah. yeah. And it's a teamer deck. Doesn't seem very Mulan. No, because there's nothing about like act of treasoning another character that really ties into the story. Yeah, it's more about you know right, she's harnessing her own powers and all that. The first uh, one four three with horsemanship probably more like Mulan, at least in that it's like, well, she does ride horses. <laughs> but she's it's not but very interesting. Yeah, but that's actually based off of a real person, too, so yeah. it's hard to be like, now you're Mulan, now right. you're not. Yeah. So I think we have to go more into the uh, the fictional world of, of, of MTG characters. And so the next one, which actually was a really popular response, but I will... I'll talk about a little bit later. Uh, is Alesha, who smiles at death, who's a 3-2 for a 2 and a red. And it's similar to Yusuf a Dragon Claw in that she has a different uh, hybrid mana cost in her. So she's actually Mardu. First strike, whenever Alesha attacks, you may pay white, black, white, black, or white, white, black, black, or white, black, or black, black. If you do, return target creature with power 2 or less from your graveyard to the battlefield tapped and attacking. So this is like a war leader. And if you look at the armor and all this stuff, visually, this character looks almost identical to what Mulan looks like in the movie, which is pretty cool in all the armor that we wore. So this is a really uh, a, a very top-requested person as well. And finally, there was Narset Enlightened Master, 
who is three, blue, red, white. A lot of you probably know what she does. A 3-2 with first strike and hexproof. Whenever Narset attacks, exile the top four cards of your library. Until end of turn, you may cast non-creature spells from among those cards without paying their mana costs. And Narset's doing a cool, like, move holding a staff over her head. Yeah, she's definitely a kung fu master of some kind. Yeah. So, Alesha, notably, because uh, we need to know the lore of these characters, is a con in the, again, passive Tarkir. She's the ruler of the Mardu Horde, and she actually earned the right to name herself thanks to many tales of personal glory. And in the story, she is a transgender woman, so she was assigned a male at birth, but she identifies as a woman. And for Narset and Lighten Master, she's actually all across all the timelines. We see Planeswalker cards over her all the time now. In the original, though, she's a con of the Jeskai Way, and she dies trying to save Stark and Vol. And in the alternate timeline, she's a master of martial arts, a sage, and a scholar. But she starts as a disciple of Ojutai, but then later leaves on after her Planeswalker spark ignites. Yeah, and then later on, she stops me from drawing cards or having a hand. Yeah, Narset That's what ends up happening. got way meaner. <laughs> just way, way meaner. Yeah, it's just kind of funny. So... Uh, I think the obvious choice is Narset Enlightened Master. Like, Mulan herself is a really powerful warrior. She's good at martial arts, and she's also wise. And so is Narset. I think Jeskai as well uh, embodies what the spirit of, like, martial arts and stuff is when you go into, like, the influences that they brought into that world. Yeah, I think uh, the fact that... Well, I guess they both have white. So white and red are sort of the army colors, and she's clearly in the army. Which I guess could still be Alesha if you're white and red. Yeah. The difference in colors is blue versus black. Yeah, and I think black and Mardu, I think, in general, represents a lot more of the invading type. It's, right. it's more about they're dominating more, and taking over, color-wise. Um, they're so, more the steppe archers, yeah, which are what the northern invaders are, the kind of like stand-ins for the Mongols. And if you actually look in the art for Mardu, a lot of it is very reminiscent of that sort of oh, like... yeah, they're definitely Mongolian. Mongolian, yeah, yeah. that history. Um, and so I think like as far as like main characters go in the Magic Universe too, Narset's pretty big up there. And she seems like the go-to because as we've seen in the trailers, there's also elements of mysticism and magical powers. And Narset has that special power, which sometimes gives you, you know, six turns in a row and makes everyone really salty at you, but it's a power nonetheless. <laughs> also, if you look at Alesha and you look at Narset and you say, which one of the two is more likely to sort of meditate? Right. Narset's definitely the yeah. one, right? And <laughs> Mulan is very like, at least in the new movie, very meditative and there's, you know, involved with some supernaturalness and chi and things like that. Yeah. Like, and I don't think I don't think Alesha is going to be looking for her reflection anytime soon. Yeah, know, she's way more of a just like savage. <laughs> yeah, you pure know, go to battle. Yeah, and also like notably like yes, Alesha is transgender. And if we were to say that Mulan is that character, or that character is Mulan. I think you're actually paying disservice to the real story of Alesha because Mulan is specifically someone that is masquerading as a man in the army and then later reveals herself to be a woman. But she's a woman from birth, and I think like that you're actually pulling away from the sort of like the importance of what it you know a transgender character is if you're saying like oh that has to be mulan because it's a guy is a girl or a girl is a guy i think that's actually a bit reductive if that makes sense yeah i I mean i can see why people would say that because in some ways you're interpreting anything from another story into a story you're trying to tell right like yeah so i can understand people thinking that those are like you know they're playing with Similar the, things, I, yeah. Similar themes and yeah, ideas. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So, But uh, more importantly, I think it's really the color blue is what makes the big difference for Narset being the main... It just doesn't seem like Mulan would have black. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In her color identity. Unless that there was like a... That doesn't make a lot of sense to me. I also don't think she would have been mono green either, so for, <laughs> for that one's kind of out. Yeah. Maybe if there's like a dark alternate timeline in Kingdom Hearts or something where they, you know, they have like the black costume version of themselves. Right. <laughs> that, that would be the dark version of Mulan. Boros or Jeskai makes the most sense to me for sure. Yeah, certainly. Okay, so what is the strategy and goal of this deck? Um, obviously, like Nars said, 
on the surface when you play against this card. It's a remove on site. It's extremely powerful. If you let it swing once, the game might just be over. But this deck's purpose is to tell is to tell the story of Mulan and also pay homage to the best parts of the original. But also, you know, tell the live action remake story. But also, like, make a Narset deck that isn't trying to combo off necessarily and go infinite. But make a more functional and fun to play Vorthos deck. So if you do make this deck, you got a table set before you cast the commander, so people know you're not about to just to completely take over the game. That is a problem with Narset in general. That oh, people yeah. are going to be super scared of it. But if you tell them, hey, listen, this is a Mulan themed deck, you might, you know, I think you'll be okay. Yeah. So normally we separate the cards by like what they do or like big spells, card draw, and all that stuff. But we're actually going to separate it by the story elements, and there's a lot of cards in here to talk about. And I'm really excited to dive into it. But before we do, <laughs> oh. we're going to take a quick break in here for our mid-roll sponsors. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie. And we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now, we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. 
It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. All right. We're back. It's time to make the Mulan deck. So, again, we are not separating these categories by cards uh, that are, like, what they do. We're separating them by what they represent in the story. So, we're just going to go chronologically through it, which is pretty exciting here. So, Josh, you've seen the beginning of the movie. Yep. I think we can give a small spoiler here as to one of the... Well, it's big, in the trailer. It's in the trailer, right? Yeah. What happens towards the beginning of the movie? There is an attack by the northern invaders who, like we said, are, like, the step archer people. Yeah. Famous in Chinese history for always raiding in along uh, among the civilized parts and uh yeah so we There's have sweet shot of Borikon jumping onto a wall and just running, running up straight it. up the wall like gravity doesn't exist yeah yeah so <laughs> yeah so this is the the big inciting incident that actually causes the story to happen but because of the northern invaders the emperor has to say like we need to raise some armies to protect ourselves here and we're going to conscript you know one male from each family right. to join you know they're going to be drafted into the army. Yeah. Um, so this is the whole reason the movie even happens. So these are the big baddies. So, yeah, you need bad well. guys. So the Northern Invaders, the cards that we've decided to... Uh, and also one note before we go into it. We could have put a lot of creatures in this deck to represent characters, but Narset is not about other creatures. Right. So we're going to find a lot of cards that represent cards that may not be in creature form as much as we can so that the deck actually functions. You still want the it. deck to like... Do the, its thing. <laughs> have a chance to win games. Right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, the first one is Fury of the Horde. Pretty apt name. For five red red, you can exile two red cards from your hand rather than pay the spell's mana cost, which is actually pretty cool. Yep. Um, but otherwise, you cast it and you get another attack phase. So you untap all the creatures that attack this turn. After this main phase, there's another combat phase followed by an additional main phase. So again, this is like the Northern Invaders running in, taking over a lot of different places. And very specifically, if Narset attacks, she can attack. She can cast this twice. Or cast I mean, this if, once if you've attack played twice. against a lot of Narset decks, those are the two things they want to do the most, which is get an extra turn or just get an extra attack both yeah. of those kind of count the same because each extra attack with narset is extra chances to reveal things on the top of your deck and cast more stuff for free yeah and also fury of the horde is there are many cards that do this fury of the horde had the most vorthosy name so that's why we went <laughs> with that one uh all right what's the next one ride down uh this is a boros card uh that is actually a really great instance red and white destroy target blocking creature creatures that were blocked by that creature this combat game trample until end of turn so this is just good with narsen as an attacker but also if you look at the art it is very much you know a it's a mardu person riding down someone else and if you you know i think this is extremely thematic and looks just like what happened in the movie as well mm-hmm uh, this describes literally what happens when Borikon jumps on the wall and runs up. It's Outpost Siege. It also serves as card draw or card <laughs> advantage. Um, we talk about this card a lot. When it enters the battlefield, you can choose cons or dragons. Borikon, obviously, you're going to choose con. And at the beginning of your upkeep, exile the top card of your library until end of turn you may play that card. So, pretty good value overall. Yeah, uh, impulsive draw. We talked about all the strengths and weaknesses of it, but it is still card draw. Yeah, so pretty good stuff. Yep. Uh, this next one's pretty funny. Uh, Silk oh, yeah. Wrap. <laughs> Do you want to read what it does? Yeah, so Silk Wrap is one in white for an enchantment when Silk Wrap enters the battlefield. Exile um, target creature with converted mana cost three or less in opponent controls until Silk Wrap leaves the battlefield. That creature returns under its owner's control. So if you've seen the trailers, you've also probably seen that uh, Gong Li's character basically does this. She whips her clothing around and is able to like magically manipulate it to like wrap up our enemies and throw them around, around, slam them into each other. Yeah. 
So it's a pretty efficient removal spell, regardless. But yeah, I mean, it's awesome because yeah, okay, sure, you know, Oblivion <laughs> uh, Ring or like you know, there's a, there's better versions of this card, obviously that don't have the restriction, but this is thematic to the deck. So yeah, Silk Wrap works. Yeah, I like well it. there. Okay, so the call to action is sort of the next story beat that we're going to talk about here, which is when the person comes in and says, "Hey, conscripts, everyone, time to give us some mail from each family. Time to fight the war." Um, and of course, World at War seems to be a pretty apt thing here. It's again very similar to Fury of the Horde. It's all about giving you an additional combat phase. And if you cast from your spell, it rebounds, which means that you get to cast it at the beginning of your next upkeep, which is pretty cool. Yeah, it's three red red for a sorcery. At the first pre-combat main phase this turn, there's an additional, or sorry, after, there's an additional combat phase followed by an additional main phase. At the beginning of that combat, combat untap all creatures that attacked this turn. So, so. more attack steps for Narset, pretty good. The world is at war. Um, if you've seen the trailer, it, almost all of them start off with this guy walking in to the villagers and going like, Villagers, it's time to give us one person. And that person is an Imperial recruiter. They're quite literally, literally people. <laughs> so perfect. And yeah. they are literally from the Emperor. They are Imperial. Like, this is the perfect fit. Yeah, it's a perfect fit. You can choose whatever art you want. Obviously, the newer version is going to cost way less. Uh, but they're both so apt for what they do. Uh, it's two and a red for a 1-1. One, one. When it enters the battlefield, you search your library for a creature card with power two or less, reveal it, put it into your hand, and shuffle your library. So you're going to have some targets from it. You can see it in the deck list. Obviously, you don't want to flip this when Narset attacks, but this flavor was almost too good to not use. It is too good to not use, yeah. yeah. Uh, the next one is Assemble the Legion, three red-white for an enchantment at the beginning of your upkeep. Put in put a muster counter on Assemble the Legion and then create a 1-1 red and white soldier creature token with haste for each muster counter on Assemble the Legion. So the way this works is your first upkeep with it, you get one. The next upkeep, you get two. Next upkeep, you get three. Ooh. And you start getting like lots and lots of 1-1s with haste. Very strong card if um, it's just left there unattended yeah. or nobody messes with it because they have haste. So you're attacking with them that turn. This is, again, perfect because it is, again, recruiting an army. Yeah. It's perfect. To get going. Uh, this is actually probably the card that most, like, makes me think of, like, making an army. That's yeah. why Boros is sort of the the color pair that does that the best. Yeah, it makes the most sense. Yeah. Um, also, like, in this deck, Assemble the Legion could be a legitimate win con. <laughs> yeah. Because you're not trying to go nuts here. Well, and multiple attack steps works yeah. pretty good if you just have a lot of creatures. Um, this last one is Sun Chen, Lord of Wu, a four blue blue, four four that says, all your creatures gain horsemanship. Um, n- now... This so they can't be blocked by any creature unless they have horsemanship. This card could represent any number of characters in the story. It looks like a lot of them, and I think just having everyone be on horses as well is. Very I mean, thematic. this is probably the like main drill sergeant, though, right? To yeah, me. It feels like that. It's also teaching all of your characters a thing, right? Yep, which, which is what the drill sergeant do does. As well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the drill sergeant like brings them in and is like, "Okay, I'm going to teach you how to do stuff." And one of the things is horsemanship, um, which is good. Make make everything unblockable makes Narset a lot better. Yeah, he kind of looks like the chancellor a little bit from the original movie which is mm-hmm. why i like this a lot um the next story beat that we're going to talk about is mulan leaving home by the way if you know this story it's like well guess what the live action remake and most tales of mulan follow a very similar story beat yeah there's the different hero's, nuances the hero's journey, but yeah. in general she's yeah the broad strokes are the same right yeah so yeah if you don't know like mulan basically takes the place of her father because her father is injured in the previous war. And so she doesn't want him to go join the army, but he's the only male in the family. So that's where she pretends to be a guy and rides off. Rides her father's armor and rides off. Takes his sword and 
So this is her on her way to join the army. Yep. And so part of that is Trailblazer's Boots, which actually is just a good card in Narset. It's two mana for an artifact equipment. Equipped creature has non-basic land walk. So as long as a defending player like Josh controls a non-basic land, she's swinging in for free. (laughs) (laughs) Basically makes the creature unblockable. Yeah. You Um, rarely look up and... And there's even a single player single with play, not yeah. even, at least even one monocolored player, right? Yeah, right? yeah. yeah, yeah. Sure. Uh, and then uh, the Sword of War and Peace. There are a lot of swords to choose from here. I thought this was the most apt because she, again, it's either she's going to war out of a peaceful situation. So uh, there wasn't a sort of loyal, brave, and true. No. <laughs> That would be amazing, actually. There's a lot of equipment out there. I wanted to put in equipment that actually had an impact on the game, and Sword of War and Peace is pretty good. It's not, obviously, Feast and Famine, but that just didn't fit thematically. War and Peace uh, gives creature protection from red and white, plus two, plus two, and then whenever it deals combat damage, it deals damage to that player equal to the number of cards in their hand, and you gain life for each card in your hand. Pretty nice. Okay. So this next one, I called it the Lesson of the Phoenix. Uh, if you guys watch the trailer, you'll notice that there is a large uh, phoenix that is often flying around. And it's a very sort of visually impactful part of the trailers. And when you watch the movie, you'll notice that it's actually a big character as well. This is sort of the live action's take on what the Mushu character originally was in the uh, the first movie. But in a more realistic, I say realistic when it's, it's not realistic, in a more grounded story-wise way that fits the tone of the movie thematically. Basically, the movie doesn't have like talking animals and yeah. things like that. Like, it's not a Disney animated movie. It would so kind this of was ruined the movie. Yeah, exactly. Did, actually. So this is their way of sort of still hearkening to that Phoenix character, but not having it be exactly the same. So, but the yeah. Phoenix is still a presence in the story. Presence yeah. and in Chinese mythology and folklore, it's also a guiding presence, yeah. one that protects and looks over, and it's one that follows Mulan on her journey. So, well, this is lucky because you know magic has a bunch of phoenixes. Yeah, and thank st- goodness. Yeah, so it's not hard. So, <laughs> there is Skyfire phoenix which is a two red red creature phoenix with three it's a three three flying haste and when you cast your commander return skyfire phoenix from your graveyard to the battlefield mm. so you know feels very thematic for the, the oh yeah because it li- likes the commander sticks around with the commander and the commander, the commander is mulan so that's how the phoenix actually works i like yep. that uh however if you are a fan of mushu and wanted some mushu action in your life uh we get to play a card like descent of the dragons which i think is like mushu's like if he's having a dream being like how big and scary can i be <laughs> this is what he thinks about <laughs> it's a four red red for a sorcery destroy any number of target creatures for each creature destroyed this way its controller creates a four four red dragon creature token with flying nice pretty good with assemble the legion yeah i was gonna say very <laughs> good with assemble the legion um and then finally Lee's character the one that of course was wrapping people up in silk and tossing them around is sort of the falcon that was on the bad guy's shoulder in the original movie and is a a sort of a hawk in this one so she can change into Right, she's a shape A single bird or a lot of birds, actually. Yeah, and we want to represent that with Cartographer's Hawk, which is a newish card. It's not the best white ramp ever, but it is white ramp, and I figured, you know what? This can also get sought out by the Imperial Recruiter, which is a little off theme, but it makes, but it works. Uh, it's one in a white for a creature bird, two one with flying. When it deals combat damage to a player who controls more lands than you, you return it. You can, uh, sorry, return it to its owner's hand. If you do, you may search your library for a planes card, put it onto the battlefield, tap, then shuffle your library. This card's a little better, I think, than we gave it credit for in our set mm-hmm. review. In that, you can often recast it the turn that it got bounced to your hand. So, so we'll have haste. So at haste. least it'll be able to get you that land quote-unquote, every turn. I mean, eventually they have more lands than you and, and and you can't, but it's... it's. I've seen it in play a couple of times and it's decent. Definitely will get you a land or two, which is, yeah. you know, in certain colors like Jeskai, 
something you want to do. Yeah, and this deck also runs a few haste enablers because mm-hmm. it's, it's a Narset deck, so there is a good chance that you can also play it and use it the same turn. I want to pause here and ask you about something you said, which is the Imperial Recruiter getting the Kurtagers versus Hawk is not on theme with the story of the movie, right? Obviously, the yeah. Recruiter doesn't go find <laughs> the, the, witch the witch villain, villain character. character and recruit <laughs> to the army. So do you think when you play this deck, oh, you no. need to play it? It's <laughs> like, I feel like if you built the deck and it's on theme, you could then play it just as like to win the game of commander that you're in. But do you think you actually have to also play it in a way that's, that's a good true question. to the Mulan storyline? I would ask any Vorthos player out there to say like, if you're doing something, because your deck has to have some cases where it's like, this will go against the theme if you do it in this order. So do you take that sacrifice and you, you just to yourself go like, if I win this game, I didn't really win. <laughs> wow this is why i can't build vorthos decks because i'm like no i would just go get the cartographer shock with the imperial recruiter if that's the best play then yeah <laughs> and be like yep that's gung lee and this is the imperial recruiter so yep that's hilarious <laughs> you know i think if i had to play the deck i couldn't do that no i would just get called out on it immediately and be like what are you doing i'm like ah uh, you're right um you're so right i'm so sorry okay so what mulan she's run away pretending to be the male of her household she traipses across the land the phoenix helps guide her and she finally arrives at the training camp the boot camp area yeah. jimmy this is where you spent most of your time in new zealand correct to get down to business to put it more aptly yeah um so here comes one of the rare creature slots in the deck because i looked at it and went this is it this is instead of doing four or five creatures for all of the soldiers in the army we're just gonna cross it off the list with one it's the shoe elite companions oh yeah perfect it's perfect it's four in the white for a three three creature human soldier with horsemanship and there's a bunch of people on there and it's you and the whole crew it could be us and the whole crew yeah Yeah. exactly (laughs) (laughs) um now while mulan's at the camp she you you may have seen in the trailer she's like doing some sword stuff by the water reflection is a very popular song from the original one it's all about the idea of self-reflection and fortunately narset has done quite a bit of this both in character art and on cards so this is a fun card that i think was pretty pretty great and uh limited but can do a lot of work here in terms of clearing the way for narset and it's quiet contemplation two in the blue for an enchantment whenever you cast a non-creature spell you may pay one if you do tap target creature and opponent controls and it doesn't tap during the con- controller's next untap step so you freeze the enemy and uh as we know this deck is mostly non-creature spells yeah so you can just kind of tap down their stuff yeah this is an underrated effect in commander in general because one rotation of the table is so long yeah. Often just tapping down their best thing and not letting it untap will leave them open to to attacks that. Yeah, and there's some creatures too that like, especially if it's you know it's a creature that has an activated ability on it and you can keep it locked down. They they pretty much get to use it one more time before it gets stuck for a long time. Um, we've seen how good Frost Titan is yeah. even in Commander games. Um, next up is timely reinforcements. Of course, when you're in the army and you need to go to war, you got to get some help. And this is a great non-creature spell that makes uh, some st- some one ones. <laughs> so it's two in the white for a sorcery. If you have less life in the opponent, you gain six life. If you control fewer creatures than the opponent, create three one one white soldier creature tokens. You're likely to definitely have less creatures because it's not a high creature count deck. Um, And I call this next card the I'll make a man out of you, the card, because just look at the art. It's literally that. So it's Ojutai's Command, which is two white blue for an instant. You can choose two of the following. Either return target creature card with converted mana cost two or less from your graveyard to the battlefield. Kartakovazok? You can gain four (laughs) life. You can counter target creature spell or you can draw a card. Again, you you can do two of any of those. But yeah, the art is... It would be perfect as concept art almost for the movie. I mean, minus the minus non-human the non- <laughs> characters. Yeah. There's a dragon in the background. If that was a phoenix, maybe. Yeah, no, actually. Then all of a sudden it becomes very, yeah. Because it looks like people who are joined together in a cause 
Who? And the move that the guy in the front is making, we definitely did that exact thing, which is like, I think I forget, it's called bow stance, I think, where your leg's out to the right and you're holding something in front of you. Like, I did that exact thing. This looks like the guy who plays the drill sergeant. What's his name? Oh, Ron. Ron Yuen. Yeah. yeah, yeah. A little bit, it looks a little sure. bit like him. So Just because yeah. he's bald. Josh, come on now. <laughs> well, he's got kind of that tanky round look. Yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah. that's a guy that you couldn't push over if you shoved him real hard. <laughs> he's yeah. Really <laughs> <to> the <ground>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, the last card is actually one that does get played in a lot of uh, Narset decks for the training camp but it's long-term plans which is what you would do when you're preparing for war two in the blue for an instant search your library for a card shuffle your library then put that card third from the top pretty good because narset looks at the top four yep so yeah you're gonna get that extra attack step or whatever yep yep exactly that's a good one okay so in the movie and just in the animated movie as well there is a big big fight that happens after the training camp and they march to war and it is a big fight on the mountain in the original movie and and you can also see it in this movie as well there is a lot of snow on this mountain mm-hmm. as well so it's a big fight against the northern invaders and so we want to get some cards that sort of symbolize this big Lord of the Rings scale fight that happens in the movie. Um, and so the first one is Dusk to Dawn. So Dusk is a two white white sorcery to destroy all creatures with power three or greater. It's a little, little off theme because Mulan herself gets hit by this. It's on theme, it's just not, uh, it's just not it's good. It's a little bit of a nombo, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then Dawn is a sorcery for with aftermath that you can cast it only from your graveyard and it says return all creature cards with power two or less from your graveyard to your hand. Cartographer's Hawk. <laughs> <laughs> Imperial Recruiter. Imperial Recruiter, yeah, 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 you get them both. Yeah. Um, that's, you know, the idea being, of course, when the when the battle is over, you're wiping out a whole battlefield of stuff, and then you can also bring stuff back, like Mulan Returns as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next card you have on the list here is Deploy to the Front, which is literally what happens, because their army kind of gets ordered out, like, hey, you're going to go out and you're yeah. going to... You're going to fight these people, uh, which is five white, white, so seven mana for a sorcery. You create X, one, one white soldier creature tokens where X is the number of creatures on the battlefield. You know, I learned why people, you know, so if you've just joined the army can, and you're going to war the next day, where are they going to put you? Uh, probably in the front. Yeah. Do you know why they do that historically? Yeah, because you don't want to waste your season's troops. Yep. You and want your yeah. You want your newish people to take the brunt because yeah. they're the least valuable troops you've got. They are also the most likely to run away. Yeah. And they cannot do that if they're if everyone else is behind them. So deploying to the front is exactly what happens to all the new recruits <laughs> in the movie. Um, hey, like, listen, war is not you know fun fun and games. Yeah. Uh, the next card is taken straight from the trailer. There's this really sweet shot where oh, Mulan's yeah. like flipping over backwards and her hair over is dragging across her face enemies. over the enemy. Yeah. And I was looking through Kanta Tarkir and I was like, singing bell strike, this is it. This card is not great. It's not good, but hey, this is how Vorthos' deck works how, sometimes. how yeah. it works. And it, you know, the, the move and everything looks and it feels very much like a Jeskai thing and also just kind of like what Mulan I does. Think this will actually be good. I mean, it'll be fine. Yeah. When I mean, you it's play a lot it. to do. It'll the, do what you yeah. want, though. Oh, go ahead and read. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so one in the blue for an enchantment aura, enchant creature. When it enters the battlefield, tap enchanted creature. And enchanted creature doesn't untap during its controller's untap step. And enchanted creature has, you can pay six to untap this creature. So it's like they hit the pressure point in their neck yeah. and they're just like, Hugh. six is a lot. So True. there's not very many creatures that you would actually want, ever want to pay that. So I think this is actually like a removal spell for a lot of creatures. All right. I'm digging yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, the final card here is when the war is won, the battle is won, and the giant snow is all coming down. It's the Winds of Abandon, which actually I think is the card that's underplayed. I, I like this a lot. It's one in the white for a sorcery. Exile target creature you don't control for each creature exiled this way. Its controller searches their library for a basic land card, and those players put those cards on the battlefield tapped. 
and shuffle their libraries. And you can overload for four white white to change all of the targets to each. So you can exile each creature you don't control. So it's kind of like a cyclonic rift, but to exile every other creature on the board. Well, it's a path, uh, a path, path right. of exile to all creatures on the board because they will still go get a basic land for each of the creatures exiled. Yeah, I except think except for your own. You get, yeah, because you don't exile your own. Yep. Yeah. So. I do think it's strong. I think that's the reason people don't play it, though, because often you're like, ah, I do definitely want to destroy all creatures, but I don't want to give a total of like 11 11. lands to my opponents. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. This definitely thematically kind of does look like that scene a little bit. Yeah, with all the snow billowing out. Yeah, Yeah. coming down. The winds are there, and the people are running away because they've lost the the, the battle. battle. Mm -hmm. Now, after this battle, uh, Mulan, of course, at some point in the movie, needs to tell their people that, hey, I am actually not the man you thought I was. There's this beautiful shot in the trailer where she's riding away, and her armor's falling off, and the hair is billowing down. Great moment. Uh, Great moment, yeah. So, uh, I called this the Mulan's Truth Bucket of Cards. Where they find out this whole time that... Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. You're a he. She's a he. Or he's a she. He's a she. That's he's right. A she. Yeah, not she's a he. <laughs> well, she's a he and then he's a she. Right. <laughs> uh, so the first was See the Truth. Thematically pretty good name here. One in the blue for a sorcery. Look at the top three cards of your library. Put one of those cards into your hand and the rest on the bottom of your library anyway. However, if this spell was cast from anywhere other than your hand, put each of those cards into your hand instead. So Narsa can just straight up cast this and draw three cards. That's pretty sweet. Yeah, that is pretty sweet. Um, this next one is probably what's going through her head as she contemplates how to address the situation. She's having a whirlwind of thought. It's one and Jeskai, so four mana for an enchantment. Whenever you cast a non-creature spell, draw a card. This is a great card in this deck. Yeah, very good card in this deck. Um, the next is, of course, she needs to change people's perception of her. So, of course, it's Narset's Reversal, one of Josh and I's favorite counter spells. Oh, this card's so good. Blue, blue for an instant. Copy target, instant or sorcery spell, then return to its owner's hands. You may choose new targets for the copy. So, just an amazing card in general. Yep. The temple blowout you can get from this is nuts. And then finally, uh, I think this happens to everyone when they when they finally realize what's going on and everyone comes to the truth oh, together. Oh, this is like all, this is like your character. Yeah, being like, everybody, oh, whoa. we're having a sublime epiphany. <laughs> It's four blue blue for an instant. Choose one or more. Counter target spell. Counter target activated or triggered ability. Return target non-land permanent to its owner's hand. Create a token that's a copy of target creature you control. Target player draws a card. So you can choose all five of those things if you want to, which you should do if you can. If you can, yeah. yeah. All those things happen to yeah. be on the stack at the same time. That's a good one. Sublime Epiphany. That's the whole art. Yeah. Like, Everyone's oh. just like, oh my gosh. And it's funny because the picture is a like a very sort of odd picture of a woman's face. It's like very surreal, but it's her a face being like sort of lifted off of what's inside. So it like has the same idea like too. revealing the inner identity. Yeah. Huh, yeah. Interesting. Pretty cool. So after all of this is said and done, it's time to finally, of course, go save the emperor. So it's time to fight for the kingdom. Uh, now, there are a few cards here that I thought just fit really well. Key to the city. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's two man for an artifact. You can tap it to discard a card. Up to one targeted creature can't be blocked this turn. Certainly would be Narset. And whenever it becomes untapped, you can pay two. And if you do, draw a card. So it's pretty inefficient card draws. But, you know, it also works more importantly to get stuff in your graveyard and make sure Narset can swing in. And this, I also thought, was a great homage to the original movie, but also just what it feels like when you've trained up, you're ready to go and and battle the baddies. It's flying crane technique. That's three blue, red, and white, so six mana for an instant. But untap all creatures you control, and they gain flying and double strike until end of turn. Assemble the Legion. Yeah, this is a way to just alpha strike somebody. 
Yeah, it definitely looks too. Also, I like that this that you put this in the uh, fight for the kingdom because it looks like they're in the Forbidden City. Yeah, in it, the shot, like in the this, temple of sorts. Yeah, yeah. There's there's definitely scenes near the end where you're all running through the city and fighting mm-hmm. the bad guys. That that's what this location looks like. So this is you guys facing off against, you know, the northern invaders. Yeah, you can see it in the. There's like this hallway fight scene that we, yeah. it's being shown in a ton of trailers now too. That looks just like that. Yeah, where people are like literally running along the walls. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's like they have flying. Uh, and finally, I won't say what this is actually in reference to, but it's Return to Dust. Mm. This is just a good card in general. It's two white white uh, for an instant. Exile target artifact or enchantment. If you cast a spell during your main phase, you may exile up to one other target artifact or enchantment. But so. we can't give anything away because of spoilers, so you'll have to guess what Return to Dust has yeah. to do with the movie. Otherwise, just a good card in the deck, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, after all is said and done, Mulan must return home. So we have a couple of cards for that as well. The first of... Uh, is perfect. perfect. It's Cathartic Reunion. One in a red for a sorcery. As an additional cost to cast a spell, discard two cards and draw three cards. And the picture is uh, a daughter hugging her mother. Cathartic Reunion indeed. The next one is Myth Realized. It's a white mana for an enchantment. It says, whenever you cast a non-creature spell, put a lore counter on Myth Realized. Then you can pay two and a white to put a lore counter on Myth Realized. Or you can pay... or or and you can play pay a white and until end of turn myth realized becomes a monk avatar creature in addition to its other types and gains this creature's power and toughness are equal to the number of lore counters on it so it starts to get bigger as you cast more non-creature spells you can always just pay mana to add them but Mm -hmm. in general like if you get this out early later in the game it's just i'll pay one man turn this thing into an eight eight yeah nine nine ten ten whatever um and i thought this was the most apt card for like literally like like you get an achievement unlocked like in the video game myth realized yeah the myth of mulan has, <laughs> has been, been realized, realized. it also does make sense too in that she sort of went away as an inexperienced person right. who didn't know what they were getting self and she comes back as like a seasoned warrior yeah who has all these skills that she's learned because she has taken the final card we'll talk about today a profound journey five white white for a sorcery return target permanent card from your graveyard to the battlefield and you can also have it rebound if you cast it from your spell you exile it in the beginning of your next upkeep you can cast it without paying its mana cost but in general these sort of big cost spells are great with narset because you can cast it for cheaper and yeah she's taken the profound journey she's come home she's done all of the stuff she's a myth realized and that is the Vorthos Mulan deck tech. <laughs> that is the full story of Mulan. <laughs> All in how many cards? 20-something cards. Yep. There's probably. plenty more in the actual tapped out deck link. Yeah. Uh, and I can. I'll, I think we're going to make an additional category for like other flavorful cards if you want to like, you know, throw back to Mushu more than the current version. Everyone loves the different versions of the movies for different reasons. So do what is fun for you. You know, this is a cool deck, and as we're going through this list here, it doesn't make me think, oh, this deck's going to be bad, right? I think this deck obviously won't be as powerful as the really highly tuned Narset decks, which are, like, close to C88H level. Yeah. Um, this is, like, maybe a, between a 5 and a 6. I bet it's, like, a 6. You know, yeah. it's probably going to be able to play with, like, a lot of normal decks, um, just because there is inherent power to casting things for free, and there are some extra turn stuff in there. And, yeah, you're going to cast some things for free that maybe aren't... Time stretch or expropriate, <laughs> but at the same time, you're you're going to get free stuff that is good and is going to do things in the game. Like you didn't have, you know, any cards really. Maybe um, maybe singing bell strike is the the one standout that are just like whoa, you would never play that. Shoe elite companion. Oh yeah, shoe elite <laughs> companion. So two, uh, but, but don't because it's us. Yeah, two <laughs> yeah, out right. of like thirty is not that bad. So yeah, I I, I think this actually could be really cool. 
Um, I've seen some Lord of the Rings decks and things like that that are yeah, that like are that. similar. So this could fit right in there. Pretty cool, Jimmy. Yeah, and that you know, well, depending <clears throat> on what I do, if I when I build a deck, I might get some of it altered as well, which would be pretty fun. So not to put you on the spot, but I have one more question, which oh, is yeah. like, did you put yourself in the deck? Is there a Ling character? Well, <laughs> so I decided that the best way to do it was the Shu Elite Companions, but I'll have a card or two in there that is, because, like, my character is more scholarly, more of a, a romantic at heart. So there are a couple of cards out in the existence of Magic that are kind of similar to that. Yeah, you're always pining away for yeah, your, my, your, my love. Your love who's <laughs> writing your letters. It's Magic the Gathering. Yeah, I'm just thinking about playing cards all the time. <laughs> <laughs> all right, to the listeners... Have you ever thought about building a Vorthos deck? What was your strategy behind it? What story did you want to tell with it? Let us know in the comments on Twitter, Instagram, all that good stuff. And uh, if you do want to make a Mulan deck or any other vorthos deck... By the way, pretty budget. Yeah. Not, no kidding. Like this, you can build this for pretty cheap. And I'd say a lot of Orthos decks are because you're making choices that are for different reasons than most other decks. So you're not running into cards that, you know all the other decks are using that yeah, exactly yeah so if you want to pick up that stuff go to cardkingdom.com slash command zone they are going to get you the cards the fastest in the best condition they have a huge inventory so they have almost any card you're going to look up you know I, one thing i really love about card kingdom is i can often just order my entirety of the deck yeah from them a lot of times it's like minus the basic lands and a couple cards that i know i have but very often i'm like 72 cards in the cart when it comes i just sleeve them up add the lands and you know the couple other cards i knew i had and the deck's just ready to go yeah and and honestly like there is a lot to be said about the convenience of that i've done purchases where you get things piecemeal from bits and parts and then sometimes it like a really expensive card comes without a top loader you're like what is happening so or they just a couple cards take a long time and you're like okay i just want to play the deck but i'm just waiting on two of the cards yeah the advanced tab uh on card kingdom i don't think everybody knows this has like a deck builder tab where you can just put in the deck list and then hit you know find and there's certain parameters but it'll literally be like okay find the cheapest version of all these cards or whatever and add them all in yeah it can easily like make it so you can easily purchase the entire deck i think that's what i did for my paco and haldan budget deck as well yeah Um, for my obosh deck oh nice also big shout out to ultra pro as always we're gonna be giving away tons of ultra pro product and you know they're just an amazing company because they're constantly on the forefront of listening to their players and making the adjustments and stuff and like i think the eclipse sleeves with the gloss versions they just keep improving their product over and over again we keep using them for our play mats because they just make the best quality product out there and if you buy ultra pro products you are supporting our show and trust us we've been using it now for five plus years straight it's held up the entire time yeah i'm going to replace some of my decks that are in eclipse sleeves but only nothing has happened like those yeah, decks the, the have been in the same work. sleeves for three years you know with none ripping or anything like that but now i'm like well i want the gloss sleeves and that's the only reason <laughs> that i'm replacing it it's just they've never ripped or torn or anything like that so that's pretty high praise i care about vorthos you care about gloss yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right uh let's go on to the end step here where we talk about something cool outside the world of magic and what we're going to do is take this opportunity to just retell you about the giveaway that we're doing in case you missed it earlier um we're going to be doing a bunch of giveaways it's tied to the release of the movie on disney plus which is on september 4th correct again it's 29.99 but the good news is that it stays purchased to your disney plus account so you you own that movie mm-hmm. once you've purchased it and also like if you have multiple people in the household you can watch it together like my girlfriend and i are going to get it and watch it together even though we were at the premiere and we saw it yeah um thanks and josh big bowl of popcorn and it's a, it's a good movie like uh, Elle's really excited to watch it again. Yeah, so, I'm excited for your nieces and stuff to watch it as well. I think yeah, they're going to have a blast. They're very, especially. very excited to see Uncle Jimmy uh, <laughs> in the movie. They've been very excited about it. So, yeah. Yeah, so I think that that 
uh, some people were complaining about the price, but I think it's actually pretty good when you consider that multiple people can watch it. So again, and this is also a new period of time. The movie industry is struggling. I don't know if you know this extremely big, time. big yeah. time yeah so i think moves like this right industries have to set precedent and this is sort of the pattern that we're going to go through so i do appreciate everyone that does support the movie yeah that's a really important thing to say like it is important for jimmy and people in the movie business that josh too right we're the all movies sort of do adjacent. well and so far releasing movies in this manner has been pretty iffy uh not a lot have have done this well and so it'll be good news for jimmy if you have any thought in your head that you want to see the movie do it in the first couple of weeks because that'll be really helpful you know who knows maybe they'll pull the trigger on wanting to do mulan 2 (laughs) based on how well it does okay let's talk about the giveaway again we have double masters vip boosters we have uh collectors boosters from throne of eldraine we have an ultimate masters box topper Mm, that could have anything in it yeah we've got gloss sleeves from ultra pro we got game nights tokens game nights coins there's no way to purchase these anymore you can only win them through giveaways like this and we uh, also have the very special sample prints of our epic play play mat you'll be the only person basically in the world that has one of those if outside you, of us right yeah. yeah if you win it and we're not like letting them out of the building except for the one we're going to sign and send out so yep. that's pretty special yep tons and tons of stuff how do they enter to win jimmy super simple on twitter or instagram those are the two platforms we will be using starting on september 4th when the movie comes out on disney plus all you have to do is make a message tweet uh, or on a Instagram post, tag at CommandCast. That's where we are. You can put that anywhere in the text. And use the hashtag MulanMTG. Don't forget that part because we're going to track it. That's how we're going to track it. Twitter and Instagram allow you to search by hashtag, and that's how we'll be able to track it. So if you don't put in hashtag MulanMTG, you won't be entered. Correct. Uh, You also have to include a picture. Yes, a picture of you watching the movie. It could be a selfie. It could just be your screen. It could be me on the screen. It could be your viewing party. It could be you. It should be Jimmy on the screen. (laughs) Come on. It could be your Zoom call that you're on that everyone's watching together. You know, whatever you're doing, we want to celebrate it. And this is a fun chance, too, I think, for all of us to celebrate the fact that we're doing something in this quarantine that hopefully can unite us and bring us together, especially in the Asian communities as well. I'm really excited for that. So, yeah, make sure you include a picture as well as that hashtag MulanMTG and just tag us at CommandCast on Twitter or Instagram. And the giveaway starts on September 4th, and it's going to run all the way until September 14th. So that gives you two weekends to watch the movie. Yeah, in case you're busy one weekend, you can catch it the next weekend. But on the 14th, we will be announcing the winners, so that is going to be the deadline. You can't enter after we've announced the winners. Correct. (laughs) Yeah. Get a big big, uh, thing of popcorn. I keep talking about popcorn because I must I know, be hungry. I've been thinking about popcorn too. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, after we after we stop recording this, let's go eat some popcorn. Yeah, <laughs> yes. <laughs> and see Jimmy on the big screen. It's definitely well worth it. All right. Big thanks to our editing, graphics, and logistics team, which is Craig Blanchett, Ashlyn Rose, Lady Danger, Manson Lung, Alfred Estaca, Josh Murphy, Jake Boss, Patrick Nunn, and Sam Waldo. And big thanks to both Sam Waldo and Jeffrey Palmer, who have been working on the amazing Behind Us uh, Living Card animations, as well as the animations that are in Game Night's end of our show now and at the beginning of our show at youtube.com slash the Command Zone Podcast. You can find Jeffrey at Living Cards MTG. All right, everybody. I'm excited to see your Mulan posts. And reactions. I would love to know what you all think as well. I'm really, really stoked. It's so soon. Ask all your behind-the-scenes questions of Jimmy. You can ask on Twitter, of course, but also on our Discord. He's going to be there. Priority number one is always our Discord, so I'll be answering those questions first, just so you know, on Patreon. (laughs) All right, everybody. Thanks for watching. We'll see you next time. Peace.
For further inquiries, send an email to commandcast at rocketjump.com or ask us on Twitter at JF Wong and at Josh Lee Kwai. See you later, alligator. Greetings, humans. <laughs> Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today.